God bless you. It's the Christian Boy Podcast. Today we're going to be in Genesis chapter 9. It's Friday, people. Happy Friday. Our memory verse for the day comes from Psalms 119, verse 114. It says, you are my shelter and my shield. I put my hope in your word. All right, guys, it's Friday. It's Friday. It's Friday. Thank God it is. Third week of school. Things should be heating up for everybody at this point. Hopefully you took my advice last week. Are you studying? Anyway, you let me know. Now, remember, you guys can let me know how you're feeling about these chapters and verses. So please send me a text at 662-371-8877. Or you can email me at mosheakili at gmail.com. Remember, these are in the main description of the podcast if you ever don't know what they are. So you can see those and send me an email. Now we're going to be in Genesis chapter 9. We're going to see what happens with Noah and his family. So let's get right into it. God blessed Noah and his sons and said to them, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth. The fear and the terror of you will be in every living creature on the earth, every bird of the sky, every creature that crawls on the ground and all the fish of the sea. They are placed under your authority. Now, I know we've heard this before. Not in the entire, not verbatim, but we've heard the first part, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth before. And that was told to Adam. Now, this is basically, I'm not going to say it's a restart, but it's almost an, a complete restart of what happened. So every living creature will be food for you. As I give, as I gave the green plants, I have given you everything. However, you must not eat meat with its lifeblood in it. I will require the life of every animal and every man of your life, for your life and your blood. I will require the life of each man's brother for a man's life. Whoever sheds man's blood, his blood will be shed by man, for God made man in his image. But you be fruitful and multiply, spread over the earth and multiply on it. Then God said to Noah and his sons with him, understand I am confirming my covenant with you and your descendants after you. And with every living creature that is with you, birds, livestock and all wildlife, the earth, the earth that are with you, all the animals of the earth that came out of the ark. I confirm my covenant with you that never again will every creature be wiped out by the waters of a flood. There will never again be a flood to destroy the earth. And God said, this is a sign of the covenant I am making between me and you. And every living creature with a co- with you, a covenant for all generation for all future generations. I have placed my bow in the clouds, and it will be a sign of the covenant between me and the earth. Whenever I form clouds over the earth, and the bow appears in the clouds, I will remember my covenant between me and you, and all the living creatures. Water will never again become a flood to destroy every creature. The bow will be the bow will be in the clouds and I will look at it and remember every, the everlasting covenant between God and all the living creatures on earth. God said to Noah, this is a sign of the covenant that I have confirmed between me and every creature on earth. So, yes, he sends the rainbow as a sign that he will never again flood the earth with water 
completely to wipe out every creature on earth. Now, some people may say that a certain community has taken over the rainbow. And I don't agree with that. Their flag has six colors. The rainbow has seven colors. Seven being the number of completion. Six being the number of man. So these are this is actually showing the duality of of God's completion and man's attempt at becoming complete like God is, but failing all the same. And so when you say that, um, so when people say that the rainbow has been stolen, I entirely disagree because um, we still have all seven colors of the rainbow, the Roy G. Biff, red, orange, yellow, green, blue, violet. Those are all seven colors. Um, so, yeah. Don't don't be don't be lost by that or say that the rainbow has been stolen. But still remember that the rainbow is a promise. Every time you see the rainbow, you should be reminded of this promise that God promised never to flood the entire earth and to destroy every creature on earth. So now to continue on verse 18, Noah's sons came out of the ark. Noah's sons who came out of the ark were Shem, Ham and Japheth. Ham was the father of Canaan. These three Three were Noah's sons, and from them the whole earth was populated. Noah, a man of the soil, was the first to plant a vineyard. He drank some of the wine, became drunk, and uncovered himself inside his tent. Ham, the father of Canaan, saw his father naked and told his two brothers outside. Then Shem and Japheth took a cloak and placed it bo- both placed it over both their shoulders. And walking backward, they covered their father's nakedness. Their faces were turned away, and they did not see their father naked. When Noah woke from his drinking and learned what his youngest son had done, he said, Canaan will be cursed, and he will be the lowest of slaves to his brothers. He also said, Praise the Lord, the God of Shem. Canaan will be his slave. God will extend Jepheth. He will dwell in the tents of Shem. Canaan will be his slave. Noah lived 350 years after the flood. So Noah lasted 950 years. So at the end, uh, it is very interesting that um, it ends off on a, a weird, sad note in a way, because it ends off with him cursing his son. So, um, First off, we must realize that um, it was very dishonorable to look upon your father naked. Honestly, it's very weird for that to happen now. If I saw if I saw my dad naked, I'd 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 I'd, I'd panic, <laughs> to say the least. Let alone tell my brothers who'd come in backwards and cover him up. But so we see uh, Abraham falls into a drunken state. Um, whether it by accident or on purpose, I I'm not entirely sure. But you see, um, we see that the sin of the father causes his son to sin in this situation, which is very sad because it's not it's not uh, Ham's fault that he saw his father inside the room, inside his tent. He probably was coming to see his dad and his dad is in there naked. It's not his fault that he saw him and him telling his brothers was actually a noble thing of him to say, hey, guys, don't go in there. He's naked. And them coming to cover him. So Noah, in my opinion, he kind of overreacted by trying to curse his own son. 
by telling him that he will be a slave to his brothers. His descendants will be slaves to his his own brother's descendants. Now, some people take this out overly too far and say that, well, there's a certain group of people who've been under subject to slavery, and they're probably the, the descendants of Ham because uh, they've been subject to slavery, African-Americans. I don't agree with this outlook on the... Uh, on on this curse honestly it's not very it's not correlating to me in a way because there have been multiple other um race groups that have been subject to slavery and even genocide in certain cases so that trying to correlate that only to one certain group of people would be um ludicrous honestly but yeah it's sad to see that a father's a father's sin uh, caused him to lash out upon his son who was just trying to do what was right in his own eyes, which happened not to obviously be what was right because he was shame. He, he walked in upon his father in a shameful state, which was, which, um, caused him to sin. And then he told his brothers who obviously did not look upon his nakedness. So yeah, it ended weird. And Noah lived 950 years. I believe God gave him a 300 extra, 350 extra years to, um, you know, give him some time after all the work that he had accomplished to build the ark. And yeah, sadly, it ended this way. I wish it ended a better way <laughs> than what it ended like. All right. So that was it. So next we're going to see another genealogy of the things that happened. So we'll see. God bless you. Thank you for listening to the Christian Boy Podcast. Remember, if you have any comments or any um, questions or anything to say, really, you can text me at 662-371-8877, or you can send me an email at moshaakili at gmail.com. Both of these things are in the description, so you can get them there. And send me, let me hear what you want to say. All right, God bless you.